You look like a fucking green screen. Uh, yes. Says the coconut. Ah. Dude, but that's the thing is that the coconut is brown on the outside. You put the lime in the coconut. Yeah. This got really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, really understand what happened. Stick around for a few episodes. It gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse. <laughs> Jerry Jones gets involved. Stop it. My, my dog's trying to make a cameo. Oh, Jerry Jones. So. Oh, hey, by the way, we're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. I will not. I won't hear it. Look at look at my dog. Jesus Christ. I don't even trust you anymore, Andy. Hey, dogs too? No, not when we're live. All right. I just You don't want to talk about Jerry Jones tonight? No, dude, I don't. I really don't. You know? We'll like I feel like I feel like Facebook is still kind of like a walking HR department sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I say walking because Facebook can walk. Well, <laughs> tis what it is. Give it time. Anyways, so with that being said, welcome, welcome back. I'm tired of your shit. Shut your mouth. Um, Lacey, episode thirty. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Whatever the fuck you're watching this episode. This is part two of episode 37 of Backyard Blitz, brought to you by Backyard Sports. I'm Raul Herrera. I got Andy Flint with me. I got Gary Freeze with me. I got Ben Martin with me. We introduced him in the last segment. If you want to know his credentials, go back to part one and then come back. You know, don't be an asshole. You don't watch the middle of the story, you know. Anyways, so we're kicking this thing off. Uh, we got a few folks with us. Appreciate y'all tuning in. So we're going to talk about Mookie. Talk about Mookie. We got some baseball enthusiasts, we'll call them, in the house. So we're going to start with the guest, Mr. Ben Martin. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? What does this mean for the Red Sox? What does this mean for the West Coast? <clears throat> uh, so the Dodgers get Mookie Betts, David Price, and Louis Ren. Ren- Rengifo, sorry, awful names. Uh, the Twins get Kent, uh, the, get the pitcher Kent Maeda, and the Angels get uh, Jock Peterson, and they also picked up Anthony Rendon. And so the Boston netted out of this trade uh, Alex Verdugo, center fielder, 3.1 bar, known for his defense more than his bat. Uh, Bruce Sidar Gratterall, I'm horrible at that name. His starting pitcher, he's a righty. He's got a 1.24 rip, so he's not awful. Uh, probably a serviceable late uh, and back in the rotation guy. And then Alex Cora left the organization because he's a cheater with the rest of the Houston Astros. So what this all really comes down to is an arms race. Boston peaked in 2018 when they were World Series champs. Uh, they lost in 2017 Divisional Houston and 2016 Divisional the Indians. So that was kind of their window. Uh, average of three-year window. Uh, the whole trade really started when Garrett Cole was picked up by the Yankees because at that point, Boston, seeing that they're going to have to pay J.D. Martinez, they're going to have to pay Xander Bogarts, who's a shortstop with a negative defensive war, and watching Chris Sale's ERA balloon from 211 in 2018 to 4.4 in 2019, they knew they weren't going to be able to outduel the Yankees when it comes to defense. And pitching is the currency of the playoffs. You can get to the playoffs through hitting, but you're not going to win any rings without the arms. So because Garrett Cole went to the Yankees and really sewed up their uh, front end of the rotation and 
really made them the favorites for the AL East. The best that Boston could hope for was a wild card, and they weren't going to offload trailers of money for the last years of Mookie Betts and David Price's contract for a shot at a wild card game, which you get the patch on the side of your hat, but then you're going home to play golf the rest of the winter. So it was more or less an offloading of trying to stave off bad contract purgatory before it hit the fan next year and to try to start the rebuilding process one year early. And so they handed the Dodgers Mookie Betts, which is an amazing offensive talent as well as he's got a good glove in the outfield, but David Price, he's coming down from what he used to be. He's not the David Price he used to be. So just offloading money onto the Dodgers and it gives the Dodgers a distinct advantage with having Mookie play the center field um, area defensively, especially because he's such a good defensive player, but um, the, that that's only going to put the Dodgers in worse uh, a spot moving down the field, moving down the line, because uh, especially in the national league, you've got a hit on offensive players that have a defensive rep before they have to start overpaying for them. You can see that really kind of happened with the angels. They are overpaying for guys and, they're getting stuck in contract hell, not being able to bring out other 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 good players because they overpaid for Trout and they overpaid for Pujols. So that's what Boston's trying to avoid at all costs. And so basically they're starting to rebuild one year early. And it's not a horrible place to start, but it's not going to be fun if you're a Red Sox fan. So I want to hear, I saw some faces coming out of the Gary Freeze sector of the screen. Uh, I want to hear what do you what do you got to say there, Gary? It sounds like you got a rebuttal already in mind. I'm I'm gonna agree with a lot of what Ben said, but overpaying for Trout was a stretch, and I'll I'll leave it at that. He's the best player in the game, five tool athlete. the 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 problem is that they have stretched their cap or their salary out in other places, and they can't put a lot of talent around him. So overpaying, I'm gonna say no, but wasting his best years for sure. Absolutely. The Angels are wasting his best years. Pujols, big mistake. But <clears throat> the Red Sox are absolutely tooling for their next window. And Ben made the perfect point. It's a three-year window. Sometimes baseball teams can stretch it out to four or five if they make really good moves in free agency, if they can kind of swindle another team for a trade, right? And that's what the Dodgers are trying to do right now. They're trying to extend their window that's been open for about three years. Maybe we could say back as far as four years for the Dodgers. They're trying to extend it, and Mookie Betts is the right guy to do that because he brings offense, he won an MVP, and he's a plus defender. So a plus-plus guy is going to get you a, a net benefit, but it's also going to come at a cost, and that cost is they're going to eat David Price's contract. If by some miracle – David Price figures it out this year for the Dodgers and can contribute to the back end of that roster as a four or a five during the regular season, get them that home field advantage that actually hasn't proven to be an advantage for them. But you always want home field, right? So you go into the playoffs and if Price proves himself as a guy who you might be able to start in the playoffs, sure. Kenta Maeda, who they lose, was a guy that they could count on in the playoffs. It's going to be a little bit of trouble for them navigating that starting rotation because most of their capital right now is 
in everyday players, right? Guys, guys who are either a superb offensive threat or a superb defensive player or a little bit of both as Bellinger's kind of proven. Betts is a guy that comes in as a plus plus in both. So I think the Dodgers have one. I, 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 I love this kind of trade because there's more than one team that wins in this trade. The Red Sox have made a move that opens up a lot of possibilities for them. They also get under the luxury tax and can look ahead to maybe free agency next year or the year after. But also, if they have a down year, then they can kind of retool the farm league. The Dodgers, the Dodgers can extend their, their window maybe another year or two max and create a situation where maybe they finally get that World Series because they've been so close, right? They lost in the World Series. They lost in the NLCS. They've been right there for a long time. Mookie Betts is the type of player that teams will look at and say, maybe he's the difference for us because because he has all of the tools. Hmm. Andy? Do you have anything you'd like to add? You know, it's interesting what Gary just said there. I think that looking at a player like Mookie Betts, he is the, the type of player I think that a team will look at and say he might be the guy. Uh, he, he maybe pushes us. He's that difference maker. Right, the, the, the difference maker. Um, you talk about adding David Price, and uh, Gary actually said this too, maybe Price becomes that fifth guy in the rotation. Hell, maybe he becomes the third or the fourth guy in the rotation. They have Kershaw. Um, and, and I do think uh, that market being L.A., um, the fact that they've been close, maybe it's a match made in heaven. If you're the Red Sox, well, fuck you, because I root for the Yankees in the postseason. <laughs> um Go to hell with all that nonsense. You can't even pronounce your R's right. Um, you know, and I, I'm not a huge baseball guy. Like I said, I, admittedly, I watch in the postseason. Uh, that's that's really it for me. But I, I do think there's something to say. Actually, in, in the one thing I'll pose back to the baseball guys before I shut up here is why the hell is Major League Baseball seem to be the one mainstream sport where we see, like, huge name players just so often it seems like they're they're dealt without, you know you, you don't see like te- teams in the NFL aren't trading away fucking Patrick Mahomes they, you know you're not you're not trading him next week you're not trading Derrick Henry well you could I guess a running back's expendable but you know you, you don't you don't trade Giannis Antetokounmpo you don't trade these guys so why do we see this in the NFL? Because the windows are so narrow in baseball, you you can't you can't open a window further than 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 three, maybe four, stretch it to five years. I mean, not everybody's the freaking late nineties Yankees or juice and everything. So what that means is teams have to augmentalize the world class talent they have, especially on the on the front end of the pitching staff and the offense, and then bring board big names that can add to that because big names are willing to move the teams that are in within that window. So the Yankees picking up Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole's getting paid $324 million, but he's willing to go to New York and you know spend half that stuff on, on, on paying state income tax in order to get a shot at a world series. 
and <clears throat> but the the problem with what the Dodgers are doing is, in my opinion, their window's already closed because the strikeout numbers offensively have been climbing the past two years, and they're they're, they're losing Kent Maeda to the Twins. I'll put put the Twins ahead of them in the arms race, in my opinion, because. I mean, if you take a look at the three, arguably three best players in baseball, Mike Trout, Clayton Kershaw, and Francisco Lindor, those three guys have never won a ring. And mm-hmm. they're amazing players, but they've never won a, won a ring. And it's because you have to build a team around them, and you have to hit – everybody's got to peak at the same time. The Cubs had an amazing team and had, had the three-year window, but when we didn't sniff it with the same lineup three years after we had blown everybody out of the water. It's hey, Ben. It's been made across the, the rest of the spectrum. Hey, Ben, real quick. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Um, Andy, can you tell me what your question is again uh, so I can type it in the comments and get it pinned? Why don't why don't yeah, NFL? Yeah. No, ahead. I forgot. No, I'm we we no, see my, a lot more big names question, moving yeah. in the uh, in hey, the major yeah, leagues yeah, than – God damn it, just because your beard is so red does not yeah. – Anyways, Andy, proceed, sir. Jesus, before you were so rudely interrupted. So, yeah, why is it that we see, and I'm playing devil's advocate here a little bit, but why is it that we seem to see these big, and it's not just big names, but huge names moved in the MLB more frequently than any other major sport? Type that shit in, Raul. Gary, you fucking never interrupt me again, man. I'm getting real sick of your shit. Linda. Linda. Listen, Linda. Uh... <laughs> ben, you can finish your thought. There we go. Yeah, Andy's done. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, <clears throat> overpaid for offense, and then the offense puts him in bad contract purgatory, so that usually closes the window. It's not, it's, it's more times than not, you can bring on a pitcher late in the season, but you can't bring on big name offense except, uh, unless it's early in the season because you just don't have the payroll for it. So, the, the teams overpay for hits, hittings, and then they wait to see what failing teams are willing to give up pitchers, and that's usually how it goes. But the lately, especially the, the teams with the best defense of winning World Series, so you've got to put guys in the field that's got great defense. And Mookie Betts is a plus on defense, but I think I think the rest of the lineup passed the prime. So um, let me ask you this: here, here's a here's a question <clears throat> for for both for everybody. Who has longer careers as athletes, as the superstars? Do superstars in the NFL have longer careers than baseball players? No. No? So so Major League Baseball has longer careers? Yeah. Okay. So the next question after that is, do you think that schedule, as far as like how many games you play for how long your season is, as well as your roster count, right, um, does, does that also influence – I mean, how many Major League Baseball teams are there? 30. 30. There's 32 NFL teams. Okay, so how many people are on each baseball roster? 25, and then you expand for the playoffs. Okay, so 25, and the and the NFL has how many? 55? 53. 53, okay. 45 active on Sundays. Actually, I, I take that back because it expanded. The active roster is 57, but still 45 on Sundays. Okay, so 45. So you have quite a bit more. And then on top of that, you also have um, two more teams. Yep, two more teams. 
which is, you know, it, it'll make a difference for sure. That's right. Significant number. And then on top of that, you're only playing 16, 17. I mean, not playing. But yeah, I exactly. mean, that's, <clears throat> that's the biggest now, granted, difference. Football is physical, right? That's the, that's the clear cut. It's not physical. Like going through an NFL game has been compared to 30 plus car crashes in a given week. Yeah. You're not doing that in baseball. You're not doing that in basketball. You're probably doing a little bit of that in hockey, but even in hockey, hockey. yeah. Even in hockey, though, like the collisions aren't the same, though. Right. Like the angles of the, you're not. You're not doing a lot of head-on collisions in hockey. There are head-on collisions in hockey. I will not dispute that. But right. the collisions in hockey aren't the same as, as football. So, Well, and what you're referring to, well, I think, a little bit, Gary, too, is is the, the car crash thing, I think, is was directly um, uh, referring to in the trenches, linemen. Right, Absolutely the in the trenches. Well, well also, so though. Linemen, running backs, linebackers. Right. Well, hockey you- gets violent. You're, I mean, if, if you're a if you're a defensive tackle, you're doing that every fucking snap you're in the game. Yeah. Every snap, you're hitting another three hundred pound man. Right. Oftentimes, face to helmet, face, helmet, helmet, yeah. helmet. Yeah. you know, helmet to stomach, helmet to chest, and and you know that shit takes a toll. Hockey, absolutely, it may happen. It may happen at it probably. I at think that. Rate, but, I think that hockey has the same of as far as like. Uh, physically impacting hits, I think they have the same caliber and, and maybe even more, but they don't have them as frequent. You know, football, you're going to have those hits way it's more frequently. It's different. The biggest – one ice would go to the other end of the ice, but you do have the boards in hockey, which adds – You have that transition between between offense and defense, though. The difference, you the get difference is the angle of the time. hit, though. Like in, in hockey, especially in modern hockey – a lot of the a lot of the big hits shoulder and up have been really regulated out. Hockey's done a great job of actually saying we give a fuck about player safety. The NFL hasn't. Hockey, you That's just fair. don't get you get a lot of shoulder to shoulder, hip to hip type stuff that isn't the same type of impact. There's a lot of impact in hockey, and there is a lot of physicality to hockey. And to be honest, like to do what they do on ice is one of the more impressive feats in sports, but it's the collisions and stuff just aren't the same. It, it's a, it's different. But baseball, baseball is the least impactful sport of any of them, though. Like NBA, there's a little physicality. Well, hold on real quick. Hold on. I want to go back to that hockey comment because you can't tell me that you can have a dude on fucking ice skates going full blown it's the angle of the hit though it's the angle of impact it's still i'm talking about the momentum of the human being physical it's physical i'm not i'm this is this is like comparing kobe to like jordan we're talking physics right now saying that jordan was better than kobe or gordon was kobe was better no 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 no, no. isn't saying that jordan was a bad player i'm talking about the impact of the i'm talking about the i'm sorry the side effects the aftermath of the impact. We're talking physics. Okay, I think so that hockey probably it, has stronger hits than football. That's that's well, not true though. Let's put it let's put it in terms of average player career. The average career in the NFL is about three and a half years. 
right? And it might be closer to four now. You're that, so off topic right now. But, okay. but think about think about it this way. The average player career in football is like three and a half to four years. The average player career in hockey is probably close to seven, eight, nine years. The difference – hockey players play 40-second shifts, dude. Let me, let me break something down for you, though, like a sport, real sports science type shit. So, I get where Hold I will I need my notebook if we're getting fucking scientific here. Well, fucking break it out then. <laughs> what Raul is saying, I believe, is that a hockey player on skates is traveling at X miles per hour. That's the Coming only point I'm making. Hard for the a only collision. Point. They're not. They're not. Re- okay. Rebuttal, though. Go ahead. Rebuttal. Go ahead. Coming in hard for a collision. This, this is what I understand that Raul is saying. As where a lineman, as we were speaking, or even a linebacker, is getting up from maybe a set position and hitting. The one thing I would liken this to, though, is it has been proven in um, that the UFC, that mixed martial arts – see, we're going way off topic here. Mixed martial arts is much safer than boxing. Because in in mixed martial arts, while there may be you don't have the big padded gloves, you're hitting basically with bare knuckle. I mean, those gloves in the, in mixed martial arts are only to stop your fist from getting. But what happens is is a bigger collision, okay, because less padding, and quicker stoppage, because there's no standing ten counts, stops the players from being repeatedly knocked out. Okay, as we're in boxing. You get hit, you're on the mat, you get a standing 10 count. You're technically a lot of times still knocked out, and then you get fucking walloped again, and your brain is not recovered. So I think – I just went way the fuck off the rails. But I think what we're saying is in yeah. hockey, in hockey, while you might collide with somebody at 20 miles an hour on skates, it's happening now and then maybe again in four minutes or eight minutes. In football – It's happening like every two minutes. Right, and it, it's a re- – Competitive thing, and that's that's what I'm I'm saying. That's where I give like the, the NFL. That is what my point was. Yes, thank you, Andy, my fucking man, dude. That's gotcha, it. Gotcha. So this half of this of your screen, if you're watching it, this half <laughs> is correct. Everything that's going on there. Not sure about this square, but that square, you, you got me fucked up, sir. <laughs> that's, yes. Oh, Hold Andy, on. you're Hold my on. fucking dude. After that, yes, I'm gonna go. I'm that was gonna go beautifully written. I'm gonna go slightly nerd. Fuck off, quick. Gary. I'm, I'm going to. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna go slightly nerd real quick. The biggest difference between hockey and football collisions is the angle of collision. Because when you have a head-on crash in a vehicle accident, we'll keep it to a point where people are comfortable with, right? Understanding a head-on collision in a car crash. Versus a back end collision. If I'm running into the back corner or even the back side of you is less impactful. Whereas in the NFL, maybe guys aren't moving at 20 to 30 miles an hour at the snap of the ball, but they are going face to face head on exchanging kinetic energy. And it is changing the direction of their head, their brain and the organs inside of their body. That is the biggest impact of football versus hockey. hockey. I like it. Everybody's moving in the same direction, right? Pucks going toward a goal. Defenders are skating backwards. Andy. Offenders are skating forwards. Everybody's moving in the same direction, typically. Andy. There are some huge impacts in hockey 
at times when dudes are moving in opposite directions. I do I do agree with Gary. I still like my analogy better, but I agree with this. No, it's a great analogy. I just want to put it in like no, nerd it's terminology not. for a moment. It's not like listen, <laughs> okay. So then so then let me fucking let me fucking tell you how it is, nerd. You you're tell only, me. You're you focusing, tell me. You're focusing solely on the back impact. And you're saying that that's the hardest hits that they take. Are you honestly going to fucking tell me that if you've got somebody that's playing on their side of the rink and they're driving that puck, I don't know, dribbling? Is it dribbling? I don't know what the fuck it is. Dangling. Dangling. If you're dangling wait, the wait, fucking... Wait, 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 wait. They call it dangling? Yeah. That's stupid. We're going to change that. Hold on. Dude, if, if you've got fucking dirty dangles, we're not changing it. If you got, got dirty, dirty dangles coming in hot, bud. Yeah, buddy. Okay, getting ready for a fucking full send into the net. And oh, then got, he went full send. <laughs> I don't, don't know, do dude. That. I don't. I don't speak Canadian. <laughs> I'm just throwing it all out there. It's enough. God damn it. I'm giving you everything I got. Anyways, anyway. so it's uh. I, I told know. the wife that once. She Finish your thought, though. So, anyways. So you're hauling ass with the puck, you're yeah. dirty dangles, right? Right. Dirty dangles. Like it's like there's fucking buy one get one poutine on the other side of the rink. Poutine is fucking delicious. And anyway, you know Raul didn't know what it was. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> it sounded it sounded graphic. Man, we've really fell off the fucking wagon here. Oh, anyway, talking this- about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> we were. Anyways, welcome to the shit show. This is what happens here. So yeah, you got this guy hauling ass here, right, and then the defenders, the, the defenders no. doing the same thing. You're talking. I'm talking about that front end collision. I'm saying it's harder than yeah. football, but football happens way more frequently. So it's You're frequency right. versus top You're speed. Right. I know. You're right. Absolutely right. Let's move the on. The maximum impact in hockey is probably higher when Tom Wilson bears down on. God damn it. Evgeny that is Malkin all I was trying to say. Him while he's but it it almost never happens, though. It almost never happens in hockey. Right. The angle think, of impact almost never happens. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'll shut up. Anyways, so fucking. I'm going to go take a piss. Mookie Betts, dude. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's a good stopping point. I think we've talked enough shit here. We've got one last show to go with us, and uh, not sure if Ben's going to join us on this one. Who knows? It might be bedtime. Yep, it looks like it's bedtime for Ben. Ben, I appreciate you joining us, man. Always good. You got to come back. It's a good show for sure. We'll be talking some more hockey nonsense with you shortly. Anyways, episode 37, Backyard Blitz, brought to you by Backyard Sports. Part two, part three is coming up after this break.